It's Tom. It's Jake. You already know. It's pretty spot on. All ready? All right, we are back for another quick take. We're back for another quick take, and you're on coffee number three of the day. It's one of those mornings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So today, I want to chat about, I think, just something that like gets an interesting rap, free work. Mm. Should you work for free? Is free work worth it? Should, what's what's the line you said? What was it? Um, It was like the like the like clickbait title it was like should you work should you work for free yeah and i think that's like a great topic to discuss because there's a i feel like there's people that kind of live on both sides of the fence of like no like work should never be free and there's people that believe like yeah like you got to do free work to get to the places in life you want to go yeah blah, blah blah kind of on the tales of the gear episode that we were diving into like buying camera gear right like how realistically the thing that's going to make you better as a filmmaker is just simply doing your craft so that whole kind of thing i was hitting on to bring that up was ten thousand hours right doing something for ten thousand hours is going to make you an expert and the only way to do that in my opinion just to kind of jump right in is by doing it right you can't just like so i mean yeah free work kind of plays into that to some extent even in just the beginning you know I feel like I have so many instances of where free work has benefited my career so much and has led to some massive payouts and, you know, opportunities and just things in my life where I think some people don't, they, they just feel like right off the bat, I need to get paid. I need to make money. Got to pay bills. And it's like, you don't like, you got to kind of see it and understand of where just that, that free work can come from. And look, free work is I mean, essentially, is an internship, right? Like sometimes there's paid internships, but other internships, yeah. like you're, you're not being paid, right? It's just an internship to learn, make connections, grow, yeah, your skill set, and just like level up and your your knowledge and experience and wherewithal with whatever industry 100%. it is you're in. But I think the most case in point thing for me in terms of free work is when I started my YouTube channel and I started shooting music videos early on in 2012 for Futuristic, Kyle, um, and a couple other like artists, but mainly those two artists, right? I was constantly doing free music videos for them. And in return, I'd put the, you know, music videos on my YouTube channel and I was trying to grow my YouTube channel. So it's kind of like a fair trade, like, Hey, you don't have to pay me for these videos, but I'm throwing up on my YouTube. Back then artists didn't really have their own YouTube channel. Yeah. Pre, pre vivo, like YouTube was still rel, not relatively new, but it was still, you just didn't have a lot of people building their own brands yet. Cause I don't even Instagram might have, when did Instagram come around? Like Instagram's been out right since around, 2010, but like it, the video it, functionality, right. It wasn't ever quite. So anyways, um, if I would have came right out the gate, Kyle was a 16 year old kid, didn't have money, was broke, just trying to make music. He would have not been able to pay me to do these videos. And so we would have never worked. We would have never built that working relationship, which would have never led to me building with him and ultimately him getting signed and me getting paid to then direct those videos while he's under the label. But not only that, making money off of the YouTube videos where we started to get millions of views. So like we do a video together, I'd get a million views on the video and I'd get 
2K. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that, and that was way more money than had he would have just paid me 500,000 bucks to direct, shoot, edit a, a video. So I ended up starting making so much more money just off of building that reputation on YouTube and 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 building that that following, that audience, getting all the views, which led to me building a personal brand, which led to me being able to sell products in my online store, which led to totally. more money. And it's like, it just kind of compounded itself. And so all of that free work that I was doing, you know, music videos for Futurist and Kyle really paid off. And I, I still remember this day, it was uh, Chanel, my girlfriend's birthday and Futuristic's birthday, they're one day apart. We're in San Diego celebrating their, um, I think it was their 25th birthday. And we're down there and I got like, one. this is like when YouTube uh, for me was like really taking off and, and got really big. And I think my check for the month, it was like the biggest check I'd ever gotten. And it was like eight, a little over 18,000 for the month. And I was just like, holy crap, like this is crazy. Mm-hmm. But that all stemmed from and came from me doing the free videos. And then as a result of that, I was having artists contact me to do their music videos and I would charge those artists, you know what I mean? And I started making money that way. So it's like, but all of that, all of that stemmed from doing those free music videos at first, you know what I mean? Case in point, I I do think you paid me a little bit, but it was never, as we mentioned earlier, about the money, like us working, we've touched on it. Had I come in and be like, my DP rate is this, my camera rate is this, like putting the money in the foreground would have clouded the working relationship. It was like kind of always something like, hey, cool, if there's rate, there's countless projects I've done where it was like, I remember like we did like a little passion project thing with our friend Megan and it was like, not even like, it was just like, let's just go make something. Right. And that kind of, you know, so like everything kind of leads to something. Right. And I think for me, yeah, the, you know, it's tricky because like free work kind of, it, it's tricky, right? Because as you start to level up naturally, you don't want to be known as that person in your circle or camp of people who's undercutting. So there right. is, I think, you know, free work kind of has a double-edged sword. Right. There's the opportunity. It kind of helps foster relationships. And I think as I've really started to like grow in the steady camp community and any community, if you're an AC, if you're a DP, any sort of working artist, you don't want to be known as that person in your camp of people who's, oh yeah, I'll work for free when other people in your camp are trying to fight for higher rates and stuff. So you have to know when to do it. And it's tricky because, you know, by doing certain, yeah, I, I, I just know people have kind of like really tarnished their relationship by being the guy that undercuts everybody. And right. like, so you, there is a fine line. And I think the way I would navigate it, if you're listening and like wondering, like, oh, well, how do you decide is like, look, there's the projects you're going to take where you're going to eat. You're going to make a great rate. Right. Those commercial jobs, maybe it's music videos, whatever. And those ones, yeah, maybe those are like your higher paying clients or whatever. And then there's going to be those passion projects where you want to like work with this director, with this actor, with this whoever, right? And it's like usually those where you kind of forego your rate or right. maybe kind of use that as an opportunity to create and hone your craft and kind of like I said, build those 10,000 hours. And then you just may, you know, kind of choose when you'd want to work for, you know. Right. I, no, 100%. And I think I think free work comes down to also like the, the key component is fostering and building those relationships that'll lead to something, right? Like I have the mentorship program and essentially like all of these people in this program have access to my various businesses. They can, you know, be site reps, get on set and PA, but like when they're on these sets, they're not being paid, 
but it has led to a lot of these people making connections that have led to high paying jobs. A lot of them now essentially work for our various companies and do work. You know, Dan became a Prism employee and he's now a site rep. And we have some people that produce and PA and grip and gaff and our site reps and different things. But all that led from building and fostering those relationships. But the the main ones, it was the ones that were really putting in that effort and building those relationships. And you could see working hard and wanting to make something of themselves and not just like, oh yeah, like I, I need to be paid to do this. And, um, and again, yeah, it's, it, there's kind of this tightrope that you got to walk of like, obviously, yeah, not undercutting, still valuing yourself, but yeah, picking projects where you can make money and eat, but then understanding and realizing those projects or opportunities where it's like, yo, I don't need to be paid. Like right now, if I got hit up to go be on set of a Christopher Nolan film, I'm not going to be like, Hey, I need to be paid to be a PA here. Like oh, I would yeah. jump at, I jump at the opportunity. I make enough money elsewhere. I'm going to use this opportunity to just, I'm going to go there for free and do whatever. Like, I, you know what Good I mean? Part, like there's yeah. just, there's, you have to understand and recognize the opportunities and things of like, Hey, these are moments where you're going to get paid. You're going to work. You're going to get paid for your work. Experiences are invaluable. You yeah. think about going to film school, right? And like, you have to pay to learn. If you have an opportunity to go on set and learn from just like absolute exactly. studs in the industry, that's like free game. And like, yeah. like, would you want to lose out on the opportunity to make your 250 or $500 day rate? Like, I, I know it's tricky because some people are like, well, you know, free, you know, experience isn't going to pay the rent. I see that all the time. It's like, because I see sometimes on Facebook groups where it's like, hey, looking for XYZ crew position, you know, passion project. And you get the comments like, oh, well, IMDB credit isn't going to pay the bills. And it's like, I think you as a filmmaker or creative need to find the projects where you can satisfy those right yeah. pay your rent i mean that is just a baseline Dude, but you, I, yeah i hate that like stuff like i understand it but like i hate when people say like yeah the experience isn't going to pay my bills or this or that i get that to an extent but like you don't understand that experience could lead to you making boatloads of money and yeah. having the career that you want exactly in the thing well, you i think need. working like, for free i almost think about it as investing right you're right. investing not only time because you, you, there's no money right you're not a the currency is not a dollar being handed to you. The currency is the relationship you're maybe building 100%. by going on. Like you said, you have some site reps or people, or sorry, you have mentorees who came on and now are like involved. Exactly. Because everything. had they, you know, those are like, there's certain opportunities where I think they're almost worth more than. Well, I, so I think case, in, I feel like Karsten's even a good one to talk about with this, like a mentoree who is, you know, basically now helps build products for Tropicolor and makes a lot of money just yeah. being involved with that company. And that came from him building and fostering that re relationship and being a part of the mentorship group. And then one day hitting me and being like, yo, I know you guys make some awesome stuff. Do you ever, would you want to collab? Like I, I have ideas for products. I was like, yeah, let's hear it. But had he not been a part of that group, had he not fostered that relationship and asked and like, been connected with me that would never happen and he wouldn't be making the money that he's making for sure and that happened yeah. and so like it's just it's so important and people need to understand like you have to recognize opportunities there are times where you like free work's important and i think case in point like i said i talked about the youtube stuff but i think another good example that i just from my own experience is unsplash and you know, for me, like I wouldn't classify myself as a photographer, but like I like taking photos. Do you want to explain like, that maybe for people who don't know? Yeah, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on it right oh, here. Cool. This is breaking it down. So I like taking photos. I wouldn't classify classify myself as a photographer, but like I know how to take a photo, right? And so I 
would take photos on these trips when I'm traveling and like, you know, dope landscape shots of Hawaii or whatever it is I was taking photos of. And I'm like, yo, like people don't follow me on Instagram for like a dope Hawaii landscape, but I want to be able to like share these photos places. Like, Mm -hmm. where can I share? I was like, I'm not going to build a website to share my photos. Like I'm not going to post them to Instagram. And I stumbled across, like I was like photo sharing website. I just did some Google searching and this is like, I found Unsplash and it was like free photo sharing site on like, there's no like anyone can download your photos and use it license free you know for their instagram website whatever and i was like oh this is interesting but it was like very like unique like you made a portfolio page you could put a little bio with a link to your website or your email and you could just post photos it was almost like an instagram feed for photographers but on a website yeah and they curated the home page with like staff pics and selects of good photos. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I was like, this is a place I can share my photography. Photos I want to post on the internet and share that. That don't maybe quite make the IG feed. Yeah, that aren't going to make the IG feed. I'm not going to build a website for my photography. So it was like a cool thing. And I think they were like one or two years old at this point, maybe two years old. Um, And bro, like, I mean, you're essentially giving your photos away for free. I remember people ask you like, oh, like, why do you do that? Dude, I was getting not roasted but people are like why the hell would you give your photos away yeah. for free why would you do like in my even my mom was just like why would you upload your photos for free for people to use well and side I was, pivot i've seen your photo used in a multitude my, dude, of the photo of me standing in front of the waterfall with my beard is like i feel like the internet's like most used photo it's or, everywhere yeah i think i've actually people have like sent you not that we'll go on a tailspin on this but like in airports or even like film school catalogs in other Dude, countries everywhere yeah everywhere. i think that film slate is probably iconic film too. slate's iconic so but what but, did it lead to would you say so yeah that's what i'm getting back to is so i've started uploading my photos on the you know the site and all of a sudden i started getting just like a ton of Instagram followers because my Instagram, you know, bio is right there in the description. People were downloading my stuff, which led to people following me on Instagram, which led to me making more sales off of my companies because people like my work. So they're stumbling across my, the tropic color and different things and buying stuff, my personal store, just becoming a fan of mine. But that led to then companies Well, the first of which that hit me up was ShareGrid. ShareGrid, probably a lot of you filmmakers are familiar with ShareGrid. They hit me up and I got to be a part of the shoot of this new camera release. They wanted to use my photos for images on their website. Um, And I made that and fostered that connection with them, which led to a bunch of cool stuff. But then I started having companies. People do not have to pay for these photos. They are free to download and use. You can go on and right click download. You can download anything and they can use them however they want. And and but I started having companies. There are certain people that want to pay, whether it's because they like want from like a legal standpoint, legal maybe. standpoint, just to protect themselves entirely, or just to like show love. And I remember one of the first things I I took this epic epic GoPro shot of like these sharks when I went diving with sharks in Hawaii on my GoPro six shot. There's like forty sharks, deep blue ocean, whatever. And I had some company in like China message me like, "Hey, we want to buy and license this photo for this new campaign." They sent me five hundred dollars for this one photo. Yeah, which then led to I did a shoot for Spotify. Spotify hit up Unsplash was like, "Hey, we want this guy photographer to you know take some photos, upload it to his Unsplash that we also want to use for a campaign." Three grand. 
Like it just started like landing. But how had you things, initially like, been like, oh, I'm only putting my photos on like Pond Five and selling them? None of these opportunities. No, came about. and I I wouldn't have made that kind of money either. Yeah. But none of these opportunities, and my face wouldn't have been everywhere. People like know my face from Unsplash. I'm like, yo, you're that fucking you're the dude with the yeah. on Unsplash, and like, and it just it led to so many opportunities, and that's just because I just put my work out for free. I was not worried. I did not care about getting paid. I was like, I need to get paid for my photos. I didn't, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I just wanted people to see the photos. I wanted to share it. And me sharing my work and putting it out there for free led to some really cool opportunities. And to this day, it's like, bro, I get, yeah, I'm everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. My, my work is everywhere. My face is everywhere. I make money from time to time. Totally. Um, and like, I, I even was one unsplash photographer of the year in I think 2017 I have a little badge on my profile that you can go look at says number one photographer they sent me a care package like GoPros and things like That's it was cool. probably a couple grand worth of care package I have a little award um, and like so it's like people need to look at dude I can't I, I can't stress enough how many people message me like, bro, why would you do this? Why would you give your photos away for free? What's the purpose of this site? Like why? Like, it's just like people, I don't like, I feel like I've always been able to like, see the bigger picture, see the, the end game, see beyond just what's right in front of me. And people are so narrow minded and they just see like, oh, you're giving your photos away for free, but not understanding or trying to even comprehend what that could lead to yeah and yeah even just with a variety of brands and things and i still to this day i got hit up this morning i had an email wasn't much with this company it's a photo of me and chanel from our engagement photo shoot they want to license the photo and they're going to send me uh i think it was 150 bucks for the photo but it's like yeah little things bro who like all those little things add up and it's just so i think that's why i'm such a big proponent of or um just advocate, I guess, for like free work and putting sure. your work out there and, you know, obviously recognize the opportunities, but, you know, don't do everything for free. But totally. it's like, to me, it has just worked time and time again in my career. So for anyone that says free work is like bullshit and you should never do it, I wholeheartedly disagree because I'm living I mean, Those are proof. like two case, case in points. I have an example. I, a friend of mine that I went to film school with was doing an indie feature in Mississippi, 30 day shoot, really cool. Sent me a bunch of location photos and was like, took me out to dinner and like, he's like, Hey, I'd love for you to shoot it. I'd love for you to do your thing. I'm going to be very honest. We can't pay you. And most people are like, yo, peace. That's little, right. we're not going to work for free for 30 days. And at that time I had just purchased a Steadicam yeah. and I was learning how to do that, practicing in my front yard. And the kind of light bulb went off my head. Like I was like, you know, this would be a really cool opportunity to bring my steady cam on, literally operate on a feature film and just learn as much as possible. You like use this as a, not like an experiment, but like get better at my craft by, I mean, what better way to do it than like being thrust into an indie feature. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And at the, at the moment I was kind of making that transition from DP to steady. So it's not like I just phoned in the DP work. I'm really proud of like the DP work, but I was DPing and And steady cam hopping. And a lot of people like, yo, that's ludicrous. Like, why would you, how, how could you do that? And yes, I was fortunate that we had some other ventures prism tropic right. where i could financially do that so i understand saying that people are like oh well not everyone's in that situation and look i get that you know dipping for 30 days that's and most people probably couldn't do that but i do feel like people have their day job or the thing that obviously is making them uh, ideally enough money to live right. and i feel like 
the passion project or free work is kind of an opportunity for you to grow as an artist and invest in yourself, invest in relationships, and you're planting seeds that could eventually make you more money than your day job. I was going to say, like, you never know where, like, right in that. And that's what I'm talking about, the bigger picture, seeing the bigger picture and understanding you never know what could come of that, right? Who knows? Like, that film's not out yet, right? No. So what happens when that film comes out and that director wins some award or does well and he lands this next next big job, has a $5 million budget for a new feature 100%. and is like, yo, Tom, steady cam op, I need you. And well, now you make point, Now we're working that. with him on, he's built us multiple mm-hmm. tropical, and it's just because yeah. we have a good relationship from that film and he's built us a ton of, or we've collabed on a ton of different things. Yeah. Now, Another case in point, the DB Cooper. Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to bring that up. Literally, that up. you offered someone cold DM'd you like, yeah. "Hey, love your work. I'm doing a indie film on DB Cooper, and it's like, would you want to come out and DP it? Can't pay you. It'll all be deferred. So when this thing sells for X amount of money, you get some of that money. Right. And me and you're like, yo, let's let's do it. Let's right. you know, let's let's go make this happen. And I, you hit me, and literally, I mean, even to this day of this recording. I have not been paid and it's never really been about being paid. I mean, obviously if it sells, that'd be awesome. But like the amount of content we were able to film behind the scenes for all of our courses and stuff, we use it as a way to like, not only continue to like hone our craft and it was a ton of fun with all our friends, but like actually like we're able to leverage some of the material we shot from it for promo videos for our companies. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been amazing promo stuff, but also just like the experience was a great experience. Like being with you guys on set, it was fun. Uh, you learn, uh, you never know if it does sell. And then if it does sell, does it win something from there? Like down the road, like even if it's five years from now, the relationship that we could have fostered on that, what that will lead to, like, you just never know those you're planting seeds when you're doing that stuff. Right. And you just never know could pan out. It's like stocks. Nothing maybe you're happen. buying the stock at like 10 bucks, but maybe one day it'll be worth 500 and yeah. you don't know, or could go bankrupt. Right. But you, I think kind of like, I guess just relating that, cause I know you are kind of very much in the stock market. Like, right. uh, you know, working for free is kind of like making that initial investment of your time right. and the idea that it may blossom into something 100%. else. You know what I mean? hundred percent. So so that's why I just, yeah, I felt like we needed to talk about this. I know I brought this topic up to you. I was yeah, like, yeah, no, we should, I, I we should definitely, definitely relate cover to this. It. So I don't know if you have anything else, but I think a tip too to kind of navigate what I was saying earlier on like how to approach shooting something for free, especially me as a steady cam operator. And I think anyone listening who maybe is like an AC, a grip, or a gaffer, and maybe they want to work with their friends. And maybe it's like their friend hits them up, it's like, hey, it's a low rate or no rate. Would you be interested? The thing, a little piece of advice I would caution or give and something I actually do a lot when it is like a no pay or low pay is ask the producer or whoever's hitting you up if they've already reached out to other people because if they have chances are those other people passed and said no and now you saying yes is undercutting those people yeah so my word of advice would be ask the producer like hey I'm down to work for free or do this passion project I think this would be very fulfilling I, I love you guys this would be fun but answer me this, have you asked other people? And if they're like, oh no, like you're the first person, then now me saying yes to this project, I'm not taking something away or saying yes and undercutting somebody. I'm yeah. now, go- I'm going into this free work and knowing I'm not like pulling it from somebody else. So that would be my piece of advice from like the crew perspective of sense. taking free work. So, And I, I think one maybe final note to kind of button it up is going back to like, you know, building a business and investing, like you were saying, like when you're trying to start and get a business off the ground, you're not just like immediately like 
paying yourself and making money, like you're investing your time and energy into trying to build this business that's not immediately just paying you back, right? Or Mm -hmm. giving you money. So it's like the same thing, like look at projects and opportunities in that same way. If it's something where you can kind of understand and see the bigger picture and, oh, this relationship that I could foster here could lead to this or that, like that's something you need to take into account. Because yeah, when you're starting a business, you don't just make money right away. You have to invest time, you have to invest money, grow and foster that thing. And hopefully then you start making a bunch of money when that business becomes successful. So you got to look at job opportunities in the same way sometimes too is, you know, is this a job that I'm just doing a rate on? Or if this job is coming to me and they're like, Hey, we don't have a rate, it's free. Or it's like, it's below your rate of what you're typically, typically getting paid. Don't be a rate snob. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, if, like if it's going going to help them, it's still money, still green. It, how could you use this opportunity to better yourself as a creative or you know a filmmaker? Just I try and see the bigger picture is like my message yeah, to, yeah. to everyone out there. So yeah. I feel like there's like I mean it'd be helpful obviously if there's a visual, but try to for me describing it. I think you can kind of get an idea. There was like I think when I was shooting more, and I still use this. There's like a triangle, right? And at every point of the triangle, there is is this going to be a job that's going to pay? Is this a person I want to work with? Or is this a creative thing that I want to do? And if you can satisfy two of those pieces mm-hmm. of the triangle, maybe it's a director I really want to work with and or a creative and maybe the, the creative or whatever we're doing, the concept is really cool, but there's no money. Those two pillars, working with someone cool and doing something really fun is going to be enough. Or maybe it's a cool creative and it's going to pay really well, but maybe the director's trash. So like if you can like satisfy two, two of those, those, that's a really good like kind of litmus test or deciding factor. Mm-hmm. But like if it only pays well and the director's a jerk and the creative is something you know you're never going to post in your reel, you gonna, maybe don't yeah. do it. You know, So 100%. if you can move those like two that. values, I think it's a really good, it's helped me inform like the decisions I make in terms of saying yes or no. Yeah. You know? I like that. I like so, that a lot. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that pretty much wraps it up. That's a quick take that's just on take. You know, our, our, our thoughts on free work. And, and yeah, I mean, if you guys, do you guys agree? Do you guys disagree? If you're watching YouTube on YouTube, let us know in the comments below. Do you take free work? Do you believe in free work? Let us know. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on everything. And then, uh, yeah, if you enjoy the podcast on you know, Apple Podcasts, et cetera, leave us a review, a like, all that you know, it great helps, stuff. It, sure. it really does help. We appreciate you guys. And uh, is that uh, is that it for this episode? Like, I are we so. doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like this yeah. was like a pretty good yeah. full full yeah, thing. I so. feel like it was a good little ting. Good little so, ting. Yeah. So, yeah. It's Tom. It's Jake. You You already already know. Hey, what's up, everybody? Tom here. And today I'm going to be announcing the winner of the giveaway that we announced at the end of last week's episode. For a brief reminder, at the end of the episode, me and Jake kind of had a call to action for anybody listening who's kind of rocking with the podcast to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a comment and a star rating just so we can kind of help grow this a bit more. So we basically got all the submissions. Uh, there's going to be a video I'm going to be posting shortly after this episode airs in which I inputted every single person's name, showed it, filmed it, and put it into like one of those like raffle generators. And I'm excited to announce that Ruben Gallego is the winner of the Master Bundle. We randomly picked your name. Uh, Ruben, if you're listening, uh, please head over to our Instagram and DM us or just email tropiccolor at gmail.com. That's T-R-O-P-I-C 
C O L O U R at gmail.com. Our support team will mail you a Tropicolor Master Bundle. And thank you again, guys, for everybody who participated. Uh, we're going to be doing more of these giveaways, giving away other stuff in future episodes. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you guys for rocking with us, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.